Hey guys, it's Colin Mitchell from the Bernie's Breakdown Podcast. And on this episode of our basketball show, Bernie and I had some technical difficulties with the connection of our internets. Since he's in San Antonio and I'm in McKinney, it led to some random cutouts and disconnects throughout the first 20 minutes while we were reviewing the North Texas first rise game from Saturday. We decided to cut out most of it and only keep the second half of the show since we decided calling would be easier and more reliable. This is going to start us off by us looking at Ryan Woolridge's play this season and we'll go on from there. We're sorry we couldn't get it to work, but we'll be back recording together next Sunday after two more conference games. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Um, do you think this team is on a different level with Ryan being playing this way than what we thought preseason? Well, we still know that the difference between this year's team and last year's team is definitely the shooting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we kind of just assumed Ryan was going to be as good as last year, mm-hmm. and we just thought the shooting around him would get better. But, I mean, for him to elevate his game the way he has with the shooting also improving around him, I do think those those are corresponding things. Like, those are correlating factors. Like, him being able to shoot, him being able to have shooters around him has opened the floor tremendously for him. So those are definitely correlating. Um, but to answer your question of him elevating his game, obviously, yeah, I, I definitely think that that's been a huge factor for this team. Um, I think as far as consistency goes, just him being able to be good every night is – that's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah. him being good every night increases the consistency the consistency of this team on both ends, and that's what good teams have is consistency. So, that's um, I think I think that answers your question. Yep. Close. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me see what else I have here. Oh, North Texas only had four turnovers. North Texas had sixteen offensive rebounds. They were twelve of twenty six from three. They had. What was it? They were Rice was only nine of seventeen from threes, but Rice got to the free throw line twenty five of thirty four, uh, or thirty four times and hit twenty five of them. So um, the defense wasn't fantastic. I don't think we'd say. Um, I think that there's definitely room to grow in that aspect. Uh, Zach Simmons said after the game that they were kind of slow closing out on shooters, and that kind of showed. Um, that's why Rice got off to that lead. That's why Rice shot over fifty percent from three, but. Um, I think that they collected themselves, and Grant is a really good defensive coach, especially when it comes to defending the three-point line. So, only giving them up, only giving them 17 attempts, isn't terrible, right? Yeah. So, um, that was that was promising to see that they kind of overcame that and um, put together a good second half. Yeah, I agree. Do you have anything else on the right. game, or are we moving on? No, we can go to Conference USA. Okay, uh, so I think the only team that we really need to go over, because we're going to go over the other ones in our previews, is uh, Western Kentucky beat Wisconsin. Number 15 ranked Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, Bruni and I were kind of trashing them a little bit last week's pod, saying that they were inconsistent, and maybe they're not the team that we all thought they were. Uh, we both still predicted them both 1-2 and two in conference. I predicted them one, uh, Bruni predicted them second, but I don't think either of us thought that they'd turn it around if they did, to, oh, I don't think either of us would have thought that they would have came in and beat Wisconsin by eight points. It was at home. It was at home. So I mean that that helps, but still, um, it just it continues to show they have wins over Wisconsin and a win over West Virginia and a close loss to um, Washington. Washington, uh, three really good teams, and it just this team is legit. Uh, we again, we had them at one and two in conference, pretty much going into it. So it's not like we completely underrated them. We just didn't know 
if their consistency was there. And we still don't know for sure if their consistency is there, but we know for sure that at their best, they're a, a step above everybody else in Conference USA. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't know what else to say to that. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just I, amazing how much talent they have in a conference that... I, I, when WK is their best, it doesn't really seem like uh, any team in this conference could really compete. Exactly. The uh, and the thing is, I would not want to go play in West at Western Kentucky with the way that their crowd looked yesterday. Yeah, they sold the it out. That's that's you're not winning there. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty uh that's a pretty safe bet is you're not winning at West Kentucky. So that would take a that would take a miracle or a heroic effort. So uh, they have that going for them. So and they start conference play, I believe, on Thursday, just like most teams do. Most teams start on Thursday. Um, the only other game today or on uh, Saturday was Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss. Like you said, we'll preview them. But just to go over the basics, um, Louisiana Tech beat Southern Miss seventy-one to fifty-six. Um, it was kind of a defensive battle. Southern Miss really didn't get anything going offensively. Louisiana Tech was led by um, Anthony Derugi with 23. They held um, Cortez Edwards to only 10 points and Griffin to 3 points um, on 1-9 and shooting for Griffin. Uh, Louisiana Tech's defense looks legit. Derugi is an athlete. They have a lot of athletes on this team that can give teams problems. So... Um, that's kind of um, what I took away from that that game. Yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, or did did you say that we're playing? That, did you mention that we're playing them the next two games? Yeah, uh, you, I don't know if you did or not, but yeah, those are our next two opponents, yeah. pretty much. North Texas, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's good to see that they both played. Uh, it doesn't really look like Southern Miss can score at all. Um, I think we looked and they didn't score over like seventy, right? Yeah, in their past like five games, I don't think I think it's been like sixty-one. It's it's hovered around the sixties. Yeah. So so they're they're they don't seem like a team that can score. Um, but La Tech, the team who knocked North Texas out of the Conference USA tournament last season, and is at a ten and or eleven and three start now. Um, that'll that's gonna be an interesting matchup, and I think it'll really kind of sh- you know show how good North Texas could be. Um, kind of just like a, a preview of of how good this team can really be in conference. Well, the thing is, Louisiana Tech will be the second best team that North Texas has played this year. That, that's what I'm saying. I think it'll be a good benchmark because yeah. La Tech is going to be competing for those top, you know, four spots. Yeah, yeah that's going to be uh, crazy. I think Louisiana Tech is a little bit bigger too, so um, than North Texas at least. So that's going to be another size matchup. Um, Rice wasn't necessarily big, but they played two bigs occasionally. So that's why we saw a lot of Tope in the game and um, Jemiah Simmons in the game at times. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see how they handle that. Um, I do think that Louisiana Tech's defense on Cortez Edwards and Griffin just really impresses me. So that's kind of that's worrisome. That's probably the most worrisome thing here is that they can quiet those two guys. I mean, North Texas is. I know North Texas has a lot, a variety of shooters on a variety of scores, but those two guys are pretty, pretty talented guys. So we'll see if um, Ryan will be able to get to the basket the way he was able to against Rice. Yeah. Pemberton, Pemberton had 14 for Louisiana Tech and Brace and uh, Bracey had 11. So they have, a, I mean, they have a decently balanced scoring attack. Um, I believe it was Deruji that lit up North Texas last year in the tournament. So I mean, we we we've seen this Louisiana Tech team enough. Um, I I'm excited for Thursday. 
it's probably the most excited I've been since Oklahoma because um, the Oklahoma game I'm I mean obviously that was a great a great test but this is a conference game and obviously means more mm-hmm. in, in that aspect yeah so I'm excited for that yeah um, um do you want to get the questions yeah let's see the questions you said you had two questions right I have two I have two I screenshotted them so I didn't lose them Alright, first we have on on Twitter, we have from Jonathan Dennis. We have dramatically different scheduling philosophies for North Texas compared to Western Kentucky. Fair to compare slash contrast the approaches given the different states I can't read. Given the different stages each program is in at terms of one, consistency on the court slash recruiting success and two, fan support. So that's kind of a loaded question. Let me break this down. He's asking about the non-conference scheduling, right? We've talked about Western yeah. Texas, you know, really difficult schedule. North Texas, pretty much the opposite, easy schedule. He's saying, is it fair to compare them when you look at their consistency on the court, like how good they've been over the years, um, and then also with their fan support? So Western Kentucky knows when they schedule Wisconsin – to come into their house, they know they're going to be able to sell that place out. And they know that they're going to have a great crowd, great environment, and an environment that's going to make people want to come back. Mm-hmm. North Texas, they had the CBI run, but, I mean, if Wisconsin came over, do we know for a fact that it'd be eight, seven, 8,000 people there? I think if you had them come now, like tomorrow, maybe, at the beginning yeah. of the season, no. Yeah, I mean, the, the CBI tournament drew 6,000. At its peak, yeah. So uh, that it's kind of, but that that comes with consistency, like he said. That that goes back to his first point, which is consistency on the court. And North Texas hasn't had that, while Western has. So that's just building a fan base one on one. I think a bigger question here is, we can try to infer before I go talk to Coach McCaslin. Is what do you think they were trying to do with this schedule? Well, I think that they were just trying to get hype around the the team. I mean, this team hasn't had winning in five years at all on any level um and when the stadium has 500 people in it before grant comes you have to have a way to kind of build that up and scheduling tough opponents with a team that you don't know was going to be able to you know beat any kind of opponent at the time you need to just kind of take the wins you know what i mean take the wins get some hype yeah, yeah. i do think that they wanted to be in more of a grant wanted to be more in into those uh, those classics, you know, like the Hawaii classic. Yeah, because the, uh, they have a name. Yeah, what was it? The, the Wolfpack classic, I think, that they, yeah. they played in. They played a couple games in. Uh, so they wanted to be in those. Um, they played most of their big games on the road. I'm assuming that they got paid for those, um, like Oklahoma and uh, New Mexico. So, I mean, those, those help. But I just don't think... Look at Middle Tennessee, for instance. Look at Middle Tennessee's schedule, non-conference. Mm-hmm. It's loaded. Yeah. It's completely loaded. Yeah. And that's They're not bad based now. on how good they are this year. That's based off of how good they've been over the past five years. So right. I think you give, you give North Texas two years of being really good, three years of being really good, and you'll see the schedule, non-conference schedule start coming into play more and you'll see teams like wisconsin be like yeah sure we'll play we'll play y'all in denton um 
because teams like that are trying to raise their strength of schedule. They're trying to raise their RPI. They're trying to raise mm-hmm. uh, stuff that gets them into the tournament. So they're not going to play North Texas when North Texas is ranked is five and twenty or whatever it is. So it takes a while to build that up. That's my uh, that's my take on the. Non-conference schedule. Yeah, I agree, and and just and uh, the question also asked: Is it fair to compare? And I don't think it's fair to compare at all. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the reasons we just stated, because they're the, but both teams are on completely different um, levels in terms of where they are in their program. I agree. So um, give it time, like you said, and, and we'll see what happens. I agree. Um, the second question is also about out-of-conference schedule. They said, when will we see the UNT out-of-conference schedule improve? Uh, well, I mean, I think we just mentioned it. You, you, have to, you have to win. You're not just going to – when Grant comes over, you're not going to be like, all right, let's give me Michigan State or someone like – you know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. you have to build your way up. Just because Grant came and you won the CBI tournament doesn't just all of a sudden entitle you to teams wanting yeah. to play here or – like what's, what's – okay, so – to be devil's advocate, if say I want a tough schedule, but what does that get you? You know what I mean? You go, we went away to Oklahoma, and you saw what happened. North Texas lost. If you had harder opponents or opponents on the same level, like Middle Tennessee does, this team would could be 500 right now. Yeah. So I mean, does would you rather be 500? Or would you rather be 13 and one? It's it's tough because I mean we've said before that the conference play is really I mean that's what you that's what you train for, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you want to win in the end. So, I mean, to play devil's advocate, like you said, is that if this team was 6-6 six and six going into conference, at least they would have – Louisiana Tech wouldn't be the, the best team that they've played all year besides Oklahoma. Like, Louisiana Tech – I'm kind of scared of Louisiana Tech because I know Louisiana Tech is better than UT Arlington and Maine and uh, everyone else that they've played this year. And everyone else they've struggled with this year. So while Indiana State was good, they beat the hell out of them. I mean, and they've been they've been decent teams. It hasn't been consistent consistent enough. Um, so that's why I'm I'm kind of worried. I, I agree that the games can prepare you, but in terms of what Ren is trying to do to get some support behind the program, if if this team is instead of thirteen and one, they're seven and seven. There's no way that they get a crowd all year. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to build something before you can, you know, just go out there and be like, yeah, let me give me Wisconsin at home. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You, you just, I mean, that's that's what it is. You just have to build it up. You can't, you can't take what you can get, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. you got to win games. Um, those are the only two questions I had. Uh, do you want to get to something or nothing? Yeah. All right. You want to so go first? Our, our favorite segment here. <laughs> I'll go first. I have three of them. Okay. So, something or nothing, Zach Simmons being the second best player on this team. Definitely something. And I think we saw that last night. Um, Him and Ryan, I think him and Ryan come as a package in terms of their, I guess, maximum effect on this team. Um, they they play through each other, um, and they have really, really great chemistry. And without Zach, I feel like this team last night doesn't... They, they'd still come back, but I don't think they come back 
with that 19 to three run at the end of the half. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to have a big to kind of play off of, especially when you're, you're a guard like Ryan, who doesn't really have an outside shot off the dribble. Um, yeah. So I, I, def- I definitely think something, his impact on this team is, is uh, underrated. I think. Yeah. And to go to your point, um, you saw minutes where Tope was at the five or Jemiah Simmons was at the five and it was way, 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 way worse. I mean, yeah. on both ends. Um, Jemiah Simmons, both of them struggled on defense um, compared to Zach Simmons and um, offensively Zach's touch around the basket and his post-up ability alone just make him a valuable player. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got? Um, something or nothing, Roosevelt Smart, 20 minutes, or 20 points. <sighs> this is tough because I've I've ripped, I don't want to say I've ripped Rose. You know, I, ha- I haven't ripped Rose. Criticized him. I've, I've criticized Rose this season uh, because of his defense more than anything. Uh, because I know getting back into shape and stuff is difficult, but I just feel like defensively he's really been almost unplayable before Rice. The thing about Rose's game is that he has to make shots in order to play minutes, mm-hmm. essentially, in my opinion. In order to be good enough to play on this team, he has to make shots. And if he doesn't hit shots, he's a liability on defense. So I'm going to say it's something because because Rose's 20 points, they're shots that I could see him hitting again. Yeah. And if you're 2-12, I think I, I could see him consistently getting near 20 points. So that that's promising to me. And that makes him playable. So... What'd you say you cut out? Just give me give me something. Okay, give you something. Okay. Your turn. Uh wait, did you is it something nothing to you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's something. Um I think Rose adds just another, you know, score to a team that can already score. Um I don't think this team again yet. I still I'm still holding on that Rose will come back to something uh kind of something that he was last season but i think rose being able to hit shots and having those 20 points can take this team to another level than it already was on pre-rose scoring 20 points so i definitely think something um something or nothing jordan duffy getting only 18 minutes um mm, nothing why is that? I think we've seen uh, when Duffy hits shots, he stays in the floor. When he doesn't hit shots, he's not on the floor. I mean, I think it's simple like that. I think he'll still yeah. play. I think he'll still uh, be a factor for this team. It's just when he's not hitting shots, they're just going to throw some other shooter out there, and it happened to be Rose. So Yeah, Rose and Mo. And Mo. Yeah, I was going to say and Mo. Yeah, either one. Uh, I, think they're, I, I think it's nothing as well because I think they have to start him for defensive purposes more than offense because uh, I don't think you could – I don't think they like starting Mo or DJ, even for that matter, uh, because both of them are kind of undersized. So uh, I think they like starting Duffy for his defense more than anything, because mm-hmm. I mean you already have Rose on the court, so you have to have at least a good, uh, competent guard um, at at guard. And uh, so I, I I don't see Mo starting. I think that's kind of what I was going with that question: is do you see Mo starting over Duffy anytime soon? No, but I, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. Not yet, at least. It would take a lot. It would take more bad stretches from Duffy, and more good stretches by Momo. I agree. But, 
You're next. Okay, something or nothing. Um, North Texas's struggles. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. North Texas's close, close-ish games in the first half against teams that we both think shouldn't be a. Uh, Close. Okay, I, I know what you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't know how to word that. <laughs> is it okay? Yeah, is it something or nothing? It's like North Texas struggles against bad teams at, at the beginning. Yes, yeah, slow starts. Like there that. you go, slow starts. Slow start. There you go. Um, I don't, I don't think it's anything because I don't, I don't think it's. I, I'm gonna say nothing because teams like UT Arlington, Maine, uh, what was the other team that slowed them down? Uh. There were a few teams that just slowed them down, kind of, um, and North Texas came out kind of flat. I, maybe it's just because I've been watching too much NBA basketball, but, I mean, there's just there are games where teams just come out flat, and there's games where you're not going to blow out everybody. Yeah. And so find, finding a way to win, I think, is important in basketball um, because you're not going to play well at the time, and I think that this team has gotten that down, kind of. They understand that if we even if we don't start well, we can win games, so... I'm gonna say nothing. I agree. I think it's nothing as well. Um, and we saw that yesterday. Um, they were able to come back and kind of claw their way out of whatever slump they had in the first half and came out guns ablaze in the second half. So I definitely think it's nothing as well. All right, my last one. Something or nothing. Everybody on the men's basketball team having AirPods. <laughs> Is this something or nothing, Colin? I need to know. <laughs> it's something, Bernie. I sit here, I'm on my phone, I follow Coach Reem, shout out Coach Reem, I follow him on uh, on Instagram, and he goes and checks people's rooms, everybody's wearing ear- AirPods, Colin. Is that a problem? I, I okay, so here, here's why, here's why I bring this up, because I got $105 in, in Best Buy gift cards, and so I'm, I'm saving up to buy AirPods. Not because I saw them or anything, but now I see them and I'm like, damn, I really want these AirPods now. So I'm just kind of salty that everybody there has AirPods. And I want to know if these are supplied from the school. Like, does it come a part of their apparel or something? This is Breaking this news, is... North Texas Athletics under AirPods scandal. <laughs> every player is being supplied with AirPods now? What is this? So, it, anyways, I didn't even... Get your opinion was is it something or nothing colin i just said something to humor you so i don't really <laughs> <laughs> look it's definitely something all right i'm putting my foot down all right i need airpods from north texas basketball as soon as possible <laughs> that's the only reason i put this on here okay well then i don't have another one then so i can't top that okay i'm trying to think what else i want nope that's it all right just airpods just airpods <laughs> airpods coming soon i promise